Hello, we're back. back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Did you miss us? We missed you. Yep. We rebranded things a little bit and now we're back continuing our podcast under a new name. Breaking, Breaking the, the curtain. curtain. Breaking the Curtain is a hybrid of both our blogs, Break a Leg and Both Sides of the Curtain. We tested out a few names, but when Jocelyn said this one, it felt... Right. It felt powerful because theater should be about breaking down that barrier and creating something powerful and being inclusive to everyone who wants to create art, not just straight white men. And we hope to honor exactly that within our podcast by not only sharing our perspectives on theater as audience members and fans, but to include performers and creatives in our conversations as well. I would also like to add for any stage managers listening that no curtains have or will be harmed during the recording of this podcast. <laughs> exactly. We're grateful for this platform, grateful for our listeners, and we can't wait to also speak with some local performers as well who are creating exciting digital content. Of course, we'll be continuing our show history episodes, stagey ramblings, as well as some exciting new additions that we can't wait to share with you. All that being said, we were so fortunate to have seen an absolute groundbreaking digital performance a few weeks ago. Yes, we were invited to see the developmental reading of Nathaniel Hawthorne's Shame, presented virtually by Art Lab and Showtown Productions. This developmental lab was directed by three-time Tony Award winner Kathleen Marshall, with music direction by Cynthia Meng, editing by Mindy Elliott, Kevin Trent, and Angela Latimer, with Howie Michael Smith as their director of photography, with orchestrations by David O. The superstar cast was led by Adam Pascal, Lily Cooper, and James Snyder, and featured Jessica Jonish, J.G. Macapuge, Kevin McAllister, Kevin Morrow, Andrew Pollock, Aurelia Williams, and Samantha Williams. As you can see, the list of people alone was iconic and included so many of our stage favorites, such as James Snyder, Lily Cooper, Jessica Jonich, Andrew Pollock, and of course, Adam Pascal. There was even a talkback post-show over Zoom, which was such an incredible experience. It was literally so insane. I haven't stopped thinking about it since we watched the performance. Everyone involved was incredible and all had a collective quality of standing out, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I was particularly in awe of Samantha Williams, who played the role of Pearl. She is a phenomenal talent, and I was amazed to find out that she is only in her senior year at Pace University. Damn. I mean, the young talent in musical theater is out of this world. Mm -hmm. And the trio of Lily Cooper, Adam Pascal, and James Snyder within scenes was incredible. It made it hard to believe that all the filming was done separately, and I assumed they didn't even see each other's scenes before airing. Digital theater in general really blows my mind because of the connection that still remains between the performers, but these three in particular took it to a whole new level. You know, I think it's worth noting that I'm a total book nerd, so anytime a classic novel like The Scarlet Letter is adapted into a musical, I am so there, especially if there's a rock score involved. I think so many of these stories, despite being set in a more reserved time period, have so much emotion that a rock score is really the best way to capture it. The score and the adaptation itself is pure brilliance, and Nathaniel Hawthorne has really created something revolutionary while staying true to the source material. All of the actors were perfectly cast and formed a tight ensemble. As Chrissy said, we learned in the talkback that everything was filmed individually, so there was no tangible connection to their scene partners at all. 
And somehow the connection between the performers was honestly one of the best parts of the show, um, especially between Lily Cooper and Samantha Williams as Hester and Pearl. But the entire ensemble was also just flawlessly in sync with each other. I do have to say that one of my favorite parts of the show was James Snyder as Reverend Arthur Dimsdale. I truly haven't been able to stop thinking about No Redemption, uh, which is second only to Samantha Williams singing Main Street at Noon. I can honestly see Shame becoming the next cult hit rock musical, and I will definitely be in line for a ticket or cast album or whatever comes next whenever it becomes available. I think we could really both talk all day about how amazing this show is, because I know it's my newest musical theater obsession, but we are trying to keep it short and sweet. Mm -hmm. It's true. We really could talk about it all day. But if you still want to know more about Shame, you can check out our review. That's up on both of our pages. And you can check out Break a Lake for our interview with cast member Jessica Jonich. Speaking of our blogs, we are going to be taking time during these episodes to let you know what we've been up to and where you can find it and what's coming next. So Chrissy, what is new on Break a Leg? What's new? Well, um, I recently added a member. Her name is Eleanor and she <laughs> is my chihuahua and she's going to have some fun little silly comments and columns that oh. I've helped her create because she's very good at typing <laughs> on Word. <laughs> But really, um, I've created some new stagey festive drinks for you all to check out. Of course, you know, if you're of legal age, because there is alcohol in these drinks. Wait, really? Oh, really? Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. <Silly>. I'm legal. <laughs> but yeah, those are really fun. Um, how about you? What's new on both sides of the curtain? Well, obviously announcing our podcast venture. <laughs> um, woot, woot. This month has kind of been busy for me, but I also haven't been sleeping. So I've managed to actually get um, a handful of posts up. Two of them were just promoting uh, the shows and productions I got to be a part of this month, um, as well as a little review of the live-streamed Elegies concert that benefited BCFA. Uh, and most recently, a little sneak peek at the true story behind the musical Chicago, which I'm just such a nerd. I love that sort of thing. Uh, so everything is up on my site if you would like to check it out. And on to the next question. What's coming up soon on Break a Leg? Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to take a little holiday break first. Mm -hmm. But I do have some fun posts planned, and I'll leave it at that. But... Yeah, I've been working hard on them, and I'm excited to share them. Yeah. Although, I do have a really fun one coming out uh, maybe tonight. Yeah, so when we're recording this, it'll be out tonight. <gasps> and it's a little gift guide for you all to check out of small stagey businesses. Aww. And what's coming soon to both sides. Well, as I mentioned, I've been doing some digital theater this month. So my goal is, hopefully before the end of the year, to just kind of do a little bit of a write-up on what those experiences were like because, you know, of course, it's a major learning curve um, from all angles. So I think it would just be so fun to document this time. And coming up at the end of the year is one of my favorite posts to do. I always call it like a year in theater. So for 2020, uh, and it's actually kind of interesting because strangely enough, I have had so many opportunities to see some theater in 2020 
And I really look forward to talking about that and uh, sharing it with you guys. Right? There's been so many great opportunities to see digital theater. I mean, it really kicked off with Hamilton on Disney+, Plus. I feel, that people were like, okay, we can really make this happen. I mean, obviously that was filmed live, but then more shows were filming and releasing their their productions. And I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's because, you know, it took us a while because, you know, the first shutdown was for a month, right? So I think we all hoped that by April, theater would be back to kind of doing her thing. And when that didn't happen, it was kind of collectively, we had to kind of go, okay, so if we want to do theater, how are we going to do it in a way that everyone is safe? And I think what's come out of that, um, not only at like the bigger levels like Broadway or West End or whatever, I think a lot of smaller creators are finally having like the time and a, and a platform where they can be accessible to people. So there's a lot of new work happening too, which is, I think, wonderful, you know, to make something good out of a time that is so um, horrible and scary. Right. Like we we were a part of the Mad Ones Lab by Kerrigan and Loudermilk about In October, gosh, a month and a half yeah. now. So a little while ago now. And there were people from the Philippines. There were people from all over the world that we got to connect with and put together this incredible, incredible work of art, which I think we both have it linked on our site, The Engine. If not, we'll definitely link it because it's something you should check out. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so crazy that not only did we have the opportunity to work together while being, we're about six hours apart, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. Not like time difference. Like that's just like the actual distance between Chrissy and myself. (laughs) So not only did we manage to do a scene where it looks like we're supposed to be sitting side by side. But we also got to work with people from literally around the world, as well as with the people who uh, wrote and created this show. Uh, we got to connect directly with them as we were working on it, which, you know, when else would you have that sort of opportunity? Um, I know that for me, living in small town Canada, having the opportunity to work with creatives at this level, uh, both as, um, Co-workers? Co-workers? Is that the word? Yeah. Um, peers, both as peers and as well as the people who were running and creating and innovating the thing. That's something I wouldn't have been able to do outside of the digital realm. And so I think, you know, doors are opening in so many different ways. Absolutely. I can remember one time I had, well, not just one time, a few times, but this time in particular, I asked um, Kate Kerrigan, a question about my piece and and her answer was just so well thought out and so encouraging of something I wanted to bring new to the piece that I was working on with Jocelyn and it was so great to have that and she also alongside Brian they both set up this wonderful um chance to chat with some of the cast members of the off-Broadway production it was wonderful. It was a great experience, and I'll, I'll honestly never forget it. We still get to talk with a lot of the people daily because we all have this great um, Discord channel, so that's fun. Yeah, and so, you know, if you're looking for some digital theater to watch, we will, like Chrissy said, we'll link the engine uh, because that experience was bananas. 
And what you can do through this generator, you will be able to watch a version of The Mad Ones. And each scene or so is by a different group of people from a different place in the world. And I think that is so amazing to see all of the different creators and all the different ways that virtual theater can exist even while, you know, this group of us, we're all given the same parameters, but we all did it in such a different, unique way. And uh, I don't know, it was really cool. And I really encourage you guys to go check it out because there was so much talent in that group. Yeah. And when you do check it out, if you want to see our piece in the mix in particular, you can, there's a way to do that. I think it should just say our names. Yeah. They can search our names and it should show us like right away if you put Chrissy and Jocelyn. So yeah, enjoy. So we want to keep this episode short and sweet just to give you some updates on what's going on on our end and how we're going to be continuing the podcast. So yeah, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for listening and thank you for staying with us uh, through our rebranding. We are back. We are set. We have something else exciting coming to you this December. And of course, lots of fun stagey content coming in the new year. As always, you can find Break a Leg Blog at breakalegblog.com and the Instagram at breakalegblogger. And for both sides of the curtain, I'm going to link you to the Instagram, which is quite literally both sides of the curtain. That is the easiest way to get linked to my site because domain names are expensive. (laughs) Hope to see you there. (laughs) Keep it safe, keep it stagey, and we love ya. Wear a mask and uh, eat some cookies. Yes. Eat your veggies. Happy holidays. (laughs) Bye. Screw veggies. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Bye. (laughs)